0: Alright guys, welcome to Just Friends. As always, I'm your host, Mitchell Embry, and today is the day, the day you all have been waiting for, the culmination of my conversation with Mr. Nate Wilson. This was a super fun chat. I really enjoyed getting to talk to Nate, he was a really interesting dude, and I'm so glad that he decided to join the Just Friends community. This conversation turned out so good, I think it really goes to show that the second time is the charm, at least in this case so let's not waste any more time and let's get back to the second half of our conversation with our friend, Mr. Nate Wilson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, October 3rd, things really turned around. Um, And October 3rd is the day that I went on my first date with Kayla. Nice.
0: I knew what that was. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely get a chance to talk about Kayla. But I don't know if we've made it there just yet. So now you're in Louisville. You have transitioned into a job that you're very highly qualified to do. I mean, basically, you're doing the job that you were previously training people how to do. And you're working there. You're dealing with the loss of this relationship, the loss of this position. What are you thinking? Like, what are you doing? You don't have a, do you have a plan? So
1: at this point, I, I, the one thing that I negotiated when I accepted the administrator position is I wanted to have my own trainee that I could help grow from. Uh, I, I I got to have my own AIT that I could be a mentor for in my own building. Mm -hmm. And I ended up recruiting this person because I recruited the entire AIT class. There was like 10 of them. Um, but I wanted one in particular and I said, Hey, I want to train this person. So I ended up training him. His his name's Kevin. He's one of my best friends here in Louisville. Uh, he and I've gotten really close, but the entire time that I'm still going through this, I'm trying to teach him everything I know because I know I don't really want to keep doing this for long. Um, I want to be able to kind of transition this to him and in the background, I'm just trying to scheme what am I going to do next? um, and so that's what I did. I, I, I took a risk. And I, I feel like I take a lot of risks, especially when it comes to my career. Um, when Kevin passed his administrator's test, that same time I turned in my notice saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to be leaving, but I want Kevin to replace me. And he did end up replacing me. And he's currently the administrator of the facility that I was in. And I took a big risk and I joined a uh, drug and alcohol rehab center here in Louisville um, to be their executive director. Um, I didn't have a lot of drug and alcohol rehab experience. I've never really had um, a lot of people in the industry have had addiction problems in the past. I have not had those issues, um, but I'm a compassionate person. I can, I can understand what people are going through and I've had family, I've had friends who've had addiction issues. Um, so it was something that I, I, I could see myself being passionate about. So I, I gave it a shot to to try to run that.
0: And what was your connection? How did, you, how did you find that?
1: I think that was just like a... It was mostly like a job posting. And, but I ended up not getting the position initially. They ended up giving it to a second person um, who had a way more experience in the industry. Um, that was a few months prior than when I ended up accepting the position. Um, but I kind of went back to my old ways and I kept emailing the person <laughs> until they gave me Tenacity. another opportunity. And it worked. Um, and they ended up hiring me, and it was kind of like one of those, I learned quickly that the grass isn't always greener. On the other side, I should have probably re- listened to some of the reviews a little bit more that were <laughs> online. Uh, I, got, I got promoted again with them quickly. Uh, about a month in, I got promoted. was making more money than I've ever made by a lot. Uh, but there was a lot of shadiness at that company, and I really pride myself on my integrity and what I do and um i was miserable i I was so miserable in the work that i was doing so uh after i i, I kind of talked with their coo about some of the stuff that was going on that i didn't feel comfortable with and none of that got kind of a dread got really fixed i i ended up turning in my notice again without any sort of plan so at this point i mean i've worked what, like five or six different job titles in a matter of like two or three years. So I'm like, man, I'm really trying to make myself not super marketable. (laughs) Um,
0: What what do you think your compass is coming from? You just don't want to compromise who you are as a person? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody does. Yeah, well, some people will.
1: But I'm not saying that they won't. I'm saying I don't think anybody actively wants to. Right. I think it's really actually just fairly easy to do it. Yeah. And I think people fall into that a lot, and then it makes them like kind of question what their morality is. Um, but I, I just, I remember just being so miserable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we we can talk about Kayla, but I was I was dating her at the time, and she, I would come home, and I'd see her like she'd come see me, and I would just be all over the place. Like I'd be constantly looking at my other phone, trying to do things while she's trying to talk to me. It was hurting that relationship. Um, and I just didn't feel like myself anymore. And I remember telling her as I turned in my, like, as I'll tell my note, turning my notice that I didn't care if they paid me $500,000 a year, I couldn't do this. Mm -hmm. Like there's no amount of money that makes this worth it. And When you get to that point that like, yeah, money matters, but your sanity, your emotional health, your physical health. I mean, I was having full-blown panic attacks. I remember just laying upstairs like shaking and like tears were like welling up and I'm like, I don't even know why this is happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was horrible, man. I'm just, I'm so, I'm in such a better place now that I could not imagine what would have happened if I'd have stuck with that.
0: I can relate to that a lot. Being in a situation that you're just so dissatisfied with that you just feel helpless, and you're like, what am I going to do? I, I want to transition. I want you to get a chance to talk about Kayla. You're in Louisville. You've transitioned this job. You've trained your replacement. Mm-hmm. And you move into this new position that you don't like very much. Yeah. But in the process, you also meet... A new young lady. Yeah. We're crazy.
1: <laughs> Why do you say that? Oh my gosh. Our relationship, it started off crazy. So for one, we swiped right. So that's always a good start. Okay, so
0: you guys met We on
1: met d- on a dating app.
0: That's really common nowadays, I think. I know, but like it
1: doesn't have that magical story feel. Mm-hmm. But I remember like we went to an out of town wedding in Indianapolis ten days after our first meeting. And I'm like, who is this girl who would allow me? I, and don't get me wrong. I, I probably said, hey, I'm a good wedding date. I gave all those signs and she did, had rcp would for a plus one. But we went to an out of town wedding 10 days after meeting. Three months after our first date, we went to the Dominican Republic together.
0: Mm, three months? It's pretty quick. Yeah, it seems quick. But, but here's the thing. You know, A lot of people listening to this might think it seems quick. But I can relate to it because I've been in the same situation as you where you're uh, an older man dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an older man, but a man in his late 20s dating. Yeah, By then, you've had the chance to learn what, what you want and what you don't want out of a relationship. So while some people may have, have seen it happening and thought that's happening really fast, when I saw it happening, I thought, well, they must be two pretty cool people. Either that or they're both really mentally ill in the same way. (laughs) And so they're just both reinforcing each other's negative decisions, but that doesn't seem.
1: No, that's, that's not
0: the case whatsoever. I think
1: kind of what you were hitting on, like, especially when you've had experience in relationships and I've been a relationship guy, I've been in a, not a lot of relationships, but usually the ones that I've been in have been pretty significant time periods. Um, You learn what you want, you learn what you like and you learn what you can really compromise in a relationship. And with Kayla, things have always been very, very easy. And the reason why they're easy is we talk constantly. The communication piece is the, by far the biggest difference that I've ever had in any other relationship. Um, One thing we do every Sunday night, we set aside time to just have good, deep, meaningful conversations. We reflect on the last week reflect on the last few days. And we talk about kind of upcoming things. um, And then we really just talk, it kind of just goes wherever it wants to go. It's almost like this podcast, right? Like we find out a lot about each other during that time. And it's not that we don't during other times, but we set aside specific time just to have deep, meaningful conversations. And uh, we've done that for a very long time in this relationship. And I am connected to her like, no other that could possibly be because we've had those conversations. We know what each other want. We know how to help the other person and we truly, truly care about the other person and do everything that we can do to help the other person become better.
0: That's what it, that's really what it takes. Yeah. And communication is really vital. I feel privileged to be in a relationship with my wife and I'm usually a very expressive person. I like to be able to talk. Um, I need to; otherwise, I'm gonna just like freak out. But oftentimes, what's gonna come out of me is not always the most healthy thing. She really helps balance me out by giving me a fresh and, uh, oftentimes better informed perspective. So I can really relate to that, and I'm really glad that you ha- guys have that in your all's relationship. Yeah, it's awesome, and it's a really important thing. And for the record, I will say, I appreciate the way that you guys met each other. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a beauty and kind of almost a little bit of poeticism in the mundane nature of extremely profound events. Like, I met my wife, this woman who changed my life, on a rainy evening in an empty bar in a grumpy mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that I think just... There's something significant about the insignificance of the most significant moments in your life. Yeah, something about that is interesting to me. So I love that you guys met. What was it, Tinder or Bumble? It was Bumble. Bumble's the more. I never had Tinder. Tinder, I feel like you're just trying to get your wiener wet. Yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs> it's also kind of funny because you kind of hit on it. Like one of the big reasons that your wife was even out that night was it was my fiance's birthday. That's true. No That's the reason why. So it's just it's it's so serendipitous that we are talking to each other right now.
0: It's true. <laughs> Give me just a second. I'm gonna touch on that. I don't want to use that wiener wet line <laughs> <laughs> to meet uh, people for uh, sexual encounters. Hey guys, we'll get back to just friends in just a second. But first, if you're anything like me, especially right now this time of the year in the holidays. I'm packing on a few pounds. I'm not feeling super motivated to be out running and exercising because of the cold weather, or the short days, and I'm not necessarily prepared to be making the best decisions about my my nutrition. So I've probably gained 15 pounds since the sun started going down early. And that's where it can really come in handy to have a person who's an expert on nutrition. And that's where Miss Emily Berry comes in. Emily Berry is a chef and a registered dietitian who helps you build your own version of a healthy lifestyle. And she is our friend, Chris Berry's wife. And she's a wonderful person. Many of you probably know her and she's willing to work one on one with you to assess your individual needs, goals and struggles to build a customized plan that takes in all of your needs into consideration and creates a diet that you can follow, that you can stick to and that will be effective for you, something that you can maintain. Clients who work with Emily not only see improvements in their weight and health, they also have higher energy levels, lower stress and more confidence. To become part of her online community and receive free resources, connect with others on a healthy journey, you need to join her private Facebook page. I'm on this Facebook page. My wife, Sarah, is on this Facebook page group. It's called Nutrition Coaching with Emily. Or you can also check out her Instagram at EmilyBerryRD. To get started, you could also email her at EmilyBerryRD at gmail.com. Guys, she knows what she's talking about. She's working extremely hard and she wants to work hard for you so that you can see the changes that you want to achieve in your life come to reality check out her facebook nutrition coaching with emily her instagram at emilyberryrd or email her at emilyberryrd at gmail.com remember it's e-m-i-l-i-e-b-e-r-r-y okay guys so let's get back to the show Yes, it, so it's an interesting perspective that you have because I, I personally have a different perspective and, and you haven't been introduced to it yet, but you will because it will come out in a podcast in the future. But I can totally appreciate why. Your your all's perspective and the narrative that maybe uh, is, is passed around between you guys is that Kayla has a big role to play in mine and Sirius' relationship because she definitely does. Because it was on... The evening that they were celebrating her birthday that I met my now wife Sarah. And I, I you know, honestly, I don't know the role that Kayla played in that. I'd love to hear that perspective. That's why, dude, I need four mics. I know, right? It will be better to tell the story of us meeting our wives with our wives here. I think so. But anyway, it was the evening of Kayla's birthday they were there with four other with four young ladies it was sarah and kayla and kimmy and sarah jane and i may have those names wrong because i'm an inconsiderate husband that's fair Um,
1: i can't even correct you
0: because i wasn't there i could only think about sarah because she had on this bright blue dress and she stood out and she was cute. And when we walked up to the group and we started talking, she looked me right in the face and I was like, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> this is happening. And I talked to her a bunch. I would love to hear Kayla's point of view on how she perceived me because this is how I imagined she would have seen me. She would have seen me rubbing my hands together a lot way more often than I should. (laughs) And she would have seen me very awkwardly leaning against a tree, trying to look like attractive and failing miserably at it. And she would have seen me talking way more than I should have and had way more hand movements than I ever should have had. And so I imagine I looked absolutely ridiculous. But to Sarah, apparently, I just looked delicious. I
1: I mean, I get it. You're a delicious man.
0: I appreciate that. Thank (laughs)
1: you. Uh, the only thing that I've gotten from Kayla, okay. and again, we don't want to talk too much because they can probably talk to themselves at another point, was that she just remembered being very surprised days later mm-hmm. that Sarah was going on a date with you.
0: Oh, really? That's amazing. I'll, we can talk as much as we want because we only have our point of view, so we'll get their point of view later. That's
1: true, but like that's all I really got out of it is That, that she was surprised. It's, she it's, it's not that she didn't think you were a great person. <laughs> because i was a little bit
0: chubby probably kind of sweaty
1: honestly <laughs> like, probably a little bit sweaty but she was just really surprised because sarah said oh yeah you remember that guy that i was talking to at the bar yeah he and i are gonna go out and like i think
0: kayla was just confused <laughs> nobody was more confused than me nate i was so fucking confused I was confused the night of. That's why I was so awkward because I because I fully intended on this conversation to end very quickly. I wanted to go home. And then all of a sudden, I'm playing this character of this charismatic person. And I'm thinking I'm only going to have to keep it up for like four or five minutes. And it's been like 15 minutes. And I'm like, I'm getting a little bit tired. <laughs> like I got to keep playing this role. So... We actually bailed. I ended up getting a corn dog that evening. Oh
1: my gosh! That's all Kayla remembers from that night is how badly she wanted a
0: corn dog. They were delicious. Did she not get one? No,
1: I think she got one. There was but, a vendor outside, but she remembered like that was the big thing. Is like she didn't want to keep talking to you guys. She just wanted to go get a corn
0: dog. I imagine, yeah.
1: And like she was getting like I think a little bit frustrated because she wasn't getting her corn dog. Mm. So she probably was the one who led you guys out to get the corn dogs,
0: knowing her. I think there's a pretty good chance that they were all way more drunk than me. I was stone cold sober. I can't imagine Sarah would fall in love with me (laughs) and not be.
1: Are you saying she fell in love with you that night?
0: I think it was immediate. Wow. I think it was the moment I stepped into view. It was just like, you, you know, like that Snapchat filter where the 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 music and then the stars and the hearts. Was your hair flowing like birds flying around it you. Probably was. I think there were probably you just birds. Fabio. No, what I probably did was trip and fall, uh, and, and then just like one of my like my lower buttons on my shirt pop open and my belly button be exposed. That's
1: what really got her. Actually, And then I rubbed
0: my hands together way too much. <laughs> I would. I would love. To hear their perspective on that. But no, you'll have to, the perspective that I've taken on it is that Dave, my friend Dave, has a significant role. I think so too. It is. And he was also in The Wedding. Yeah. And that's a pretty funny story itself too. I'm sure. Uh, Looking forward to hearing it. It's nice that we have, I think we're lucky because we waited until we were older before we made the decision on who we were going to spend the rest of our lives with. Because I know people, and I don't think anybody really... Well, some people definitely regret who they choose. And I think that's clear based on their actions. But I think some people um choose really young who they're going to be with for the rest of their lives. And it may potentially make the rest of their life more challenging because they made that decision before they were fully prepared to make that choice.
1: Yeah, and I'll say, like, if anybody should regret what happened with like past relationships. It should be me. Yeah. I have absolutely zero regrets. And I think the only people who really regret things are those who don't respond to adversity well. And I think that anytime you have any sort of hurdle, it could be personal, it could be career, it could be whatever, like your response to the situation And what information you learned from what you had just gone through is the most important thing for personal growth. And I know that like, I'm now 29, almost 30 years old. I'll be 30 when uh, Kayla and I get married uh, next year. I'm at a much better place because of the past that I had and I don't really have any real regrets because all of those situations have led me to where I am today. Um, and I think that I'm, I fully understand that I'm probably more fortunate than most people that when other people may make mistakes, it has a more lasting impact, uh, maybe financially, career, whatever it could potentially be than what has happened to me. Um, I've gotten very fortunate through a lot of luck and hard work. I think those two things go hand in hand. Um, but really taking a situation and how you respond to it is, is so important. And I don't, I think, like I said, the people who have true regrets in life are those who didn't learn from
0: the situation that they went mm. through. So that's my story of how I met Sarah. How did you meet Kayla? Exactly. Well, Bumble, but so tell what was your all's first date like?
1: So first date, we went to Taco Luchador.
0: Oh, great choice! What did you get? The Baja fish taco? No,
1: I got the the nachos, but okay. at the time the nachos were five ninety nine, mm. and you could get like um, you could get the chicken, you could get uh, I think it was like barbacoa or something like that with a queso on them, while chips in queso was four ninety nine. So you got significantly more. You got guac, you got all these other things for a dollar more. They've now wised up, and I think it's like $8.99 now, but these are the things that I focus on during this first <laughs> yeah. date, apparently. Um, but I got my I got the nachos, and then Kayla and I went to um, a country music concert at Baxter's, and it's kind of funny, and she makes fun of me for it all the time. When I met Kayla, I was very active on the
0: apps. Oh, really? Like the dating apps?
1: Yes. Very active. Yeah. Um, so I was going on like multiple dates per week with different people trying to figure out this. I just came out of the relationship. So I'm like, all right, what, what am I looking for that? And I'm in a a somewhat new city. I hadn't been in Louisville that long. So I was in a a, a pretty large house by myself and just sitting around this house was kind of depressing by myself. So I was like, I just want to stay active. I want to do stuff. So like dating as became like a part-time job almost. (laughs) Um, But I actually had a really good first date with a girl the week before I met Kayla. And I was supposed to have a second date with her on the night that I ended up meeting Kayla. But the girl canceled on me the day before. So I was like, okay, well, how do you respond to adversity? I went to the next person who I had had some good conversations with on Bumble And she had just given me her phone number without me even asking for it earlier in the day. So I just kind of was like, hey, do you, I don't, I know this is last minute, but there's a free country concert. Would you like to go tonight? And she said, yes. And immediately I'm like, okay, well, this girl could be a little spontaneous, which Mm -hmm. is fun. I like that. She's not afraid to put herself out there with kind of that limited, uh, limited time, uh, she doesn't have to feel like she has to get ready and mentally prepare a long time to to get ready for a date. She's put together. Yeah, she has her shit together. And I just remember being like, okay, this is really cool. And went on that first date with her. And as soon as the concert ended at like 10.05, she was like, all right, I got to go home.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, well, shit,
1: this isn't a good sign. I was like, I thought the date had gone really well. Yeah. There was no kiss at the end of the first date. She wanted to leave as soon as the concert ended. And I remember getting in my car and I'm like, well, I'm going to text her saying I had a good time. I'm going to try to set something up immediately because in the, in the dating app world, if you don't have another plan set, it's pretty much probably never going to happen. That's what I learned very quickly.
0: If the conversation comes to an end, it's very hard to get it to come back.
1: Yeah. So we ended up fortunately getting a second date that went much, much better, um, things things have just ever since been just progressing in a, in a much, uh, much more positive way.
0: Well, I mean, you guys are engaged to be married.
1: Yeah. So it worked out. It worked out very well.
0: Alright, guys. We'll get back to the show in just a second. Now, I know it might seem a little bit weird for me to do an ad for my own podcast on my podcast, but... I think there are a few things that I'd like to share with you guys that I haven't done a good job of expressing so far. First off, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. I'm so excited that there's so much interest and energy right now surrounding this podcast. And I hope that excitement means that you guys see the value in it. There's just not enough chances for us to have conversations like these. And I really just want to try to make my friends more accessible to each other. And that's where you come in. I've been trying to share this with people to the best of my ability, but I need help. I think there are a lot of people that we know who would really enjoy listening and who would really see the value of getting to reconnect with people that they used to really appreciate, but just grew apart from over time. So if you like what you're hearing and you think other people would too, please share the Facebook page, share the Instagram, but most importantly, send links to the website and let people know that it exists. And I'll try my best to take care of the rest. At the end of the day nobody's gonna listen to a crappy podcast, so <laughs> I'm gonna do my best to make sure that this isn't one. And if you're listening on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review if you have time. It actually really helps. It it moves us to the higher up in the search queue when you search Just Friends. You might have noticed there's quite a few Just Friends podcasts out there, so the higher up we get in that list the better. Again, I'm so grateful for all of you that are listening to this. And if there's a specific person that you'd like to hear on the show, let me know. I've been talking to a lot of old friends recently. So I won't take up any more of your time. I love you guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Let's get back to the show. So now you guys have been... So the engagement, I mean... Obviously, We've got to talk about that. Because I just got done talking about how I love the the poeticism of mundane, of, of significant situations that kind of play out in a very mundane way. For example, my engagement with Sarah. Yeah. We got engaged. We were in Washington, D.C., which sounds like it was this huge, big, planned out thing. But in reality, it was just, I want to ask this girl to marry me, and I... I don't want it to be a too big of a deal to be made of it. So no. let's just go ahead and do it in a city where we're the only two people there that know it's going to happen. <laughs> and the second uh thing that happened that was really funny is I asked this woman to film us. I hadn't planned it. It wasn't like a it was spontaneous in the sense that like I knew I wanted to do it while I was there, but I wanted it to feel like it was the right moment. And I asked this lady to film us and she fucking panicked. <laughs> but she ended up doing a really good job, but like I could tell that her that she almost gave me away. Oh no. Because I was like, "Hey, would you mind film uh, taking a picture of us?" And then I just said to her, "Actually, I'm just going to let you film this because I'm about to propose to, my, to this young lady." And she almost dropped my phone. <laughs> she was like, "Oh shit." In the fucking ocean. <laughs> and I was just like, and I just was like, "Look me in my eyes." It's not. It's just be calm. It's fine. Just take this video, and she did a really great job. Oh, that's awesome! But then, was it just a random person it on the just street? Just a random person on the street, <laughs> and then everybody around kind of clapped. That was the worst part about it, because honestly, like if nobody would have acknowledged it at all, that would have been the thing that would have made Sarah happiest. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love how, like, the biggest, up until the wedding, the biggest event in my entire life happened in kind of a soggy place in front of the lincoln memorial and i got my pants dirty and i and i gave a 50 a, a year old lady a heart attack and that's pretty much that's, that's awesome. one way you could tell that story yeah how, how would you tell the
1: story of your encounter? oh my gosh so it, it's kind of funny there's a little bit of similarities but not quite okay so my goal was to make it seem as mundane as possible but not have
0: it be. Yeah, you didn't want to give away the surprise.
1: Yeah, so um, there's a restaurant in downtown Louisville called Vincenzo's. Kayla and I had been to it probably two or three times prior to this point. It's a nice Italian restaurant. We normally have a Groupon. Uh, not a So Vincenzo's is, is pretty pricey, but you can get Groupons for like $50 worth of food for 20 bucks. Nice. If you've noticed, I talk about Taco Luchador deals. I am cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're at... We're, And we decided for our one-year anniversary, for our first date, we're going to go to Vincenzo's because we had a Groupon, right? we
0: took advantage of a fantastic Groupon deal today, and I'm still a little bit buzzed. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm not upset with it at all.
1: Yeah, Groupon's fantastic. So uh, we have this Groupon. I allowed Kayla to make the reservation for the time that we had kind of talked about, but she was in control of the situation.
0: Which obviously is immediately off-putting. Because she does not expect to be planning the event on, on which she is going to be proposed. Exactly. You know, that's smart. Exactly. So she
1: ended up setting the time. Um, it was just a normal dinner. It was like, obviously, it's supposed to be our engagement dinner, but like nothing out of the ordinary, right? Well, we go to Vincenzo's, and in Vincenzo's, there's very few windows that are actually open that show to the outside, Okay, there's maybe one window in the entire restaurant while in like the dining area that you can see outside. And from that one window, there might be one to two seats in the entire restaurant that can actually see out that window naturally. Kayla happened to be sitting in that one seat that could see outside. So we're about halfway through dinner and we see this horse-drawn carriage go by. Well, I didn't see it. But I knew it was there because I hear Kayla gasp and say, there it is. She's like, oh my gosh, there's a horse-drawn carriage outside. And then she proceeded to talk about how she used to ride the horse-drawn carriage when she was a child and how she thought one of her friends was going to get proposed to on a horse-drawn carriage at some point. And I'm sitting there freaking out as I try to eat my, my pasta And I'm like sweating profusely because I have arranged for this horse-drawn carriage to be waiting outside (laughs) for us (laughs) because this is where I'm going to propose to Kayla.
0: See, that's so funny because I would assume that having the one seat in the whole restaurant that has a beautiful view of the outside would be like the best situation that you would be stoked about it, but it's extremely... Unfortuitous because she now has view to your entire scheme
1: it's okay the best part <laughs> she was oblivious to it all. <laughs> although she's babbling on and on about it she has no clue so uh, we're sitting there and one of the cool things about vincenzo's is if you tell them that you are celebrating anything they give you free dessert mm. again super cheap skate free dessert i'm all in um but this is taking forever like the dinner is taking a long time i end up having to say hey you know what i need to go to the restroom because i went to the restroom to tell the carriage people hey sorry we're running late wait for us so this carriage ended up waiting outside of this restaurant for probably 45 minutes to an hour later than what i had scheduled which is actually going to be pretty important here in a little while um but we end up Finishing our meal. It was great. I pulled myself together enough to to stay calm. Kayla's not guessing what's coming next, but we exit the restaurant. I did not end up eating all of my food because I was so nervous, so I had my leftovers in my hand. What'd you have? It was some sort of pasta. I can't even remember exactly what it was, but I remember it was delicious. Sounds yeah, it delicious. It's not like me to not finish a meal. Um, but I ended up carrying it outside. And as soon as we walk out, Kayla sees the carriage and she like does that gasp thing again. Like, oh my gosh, there's a carriage out here still. And I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. I was like, well, let's go check it out. And she's like, what do you mean? Let's go check it out. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's just go see what's going on. And she's like, you have to like schedule these things in (laughs) advance. You can't just walk up to the carriage and be like, let's get on. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's, maybe we should just go check it out. And she's like, well, did you plan this? And I'm like, well, maybe. So, we walk over and I had had a, uh, the, the people with the carriage company were supposed to be ready to take pictures of us for the proposal. So, I walk over and again, I get it. We're like 45 minutes to an hour late at this point. But they are oblivious <laughs> that we are there. Like we're standing in front of the carriage. They're just like talking to each other on their phones. And I finally just kind of say, okay. And I set down the the food, and I see them kind of scramble with their camera to get ready. And I take Kayla's hand, and we walk in front of the carriage. And at this point, she's like starting to freak out because I think she's finally put two and two together. But I drop to a knee, propose. Everything's like super exciting. The people are supposed to be taking the picture. Ended up getting a blurry fucking picture of me <laughs> on my knee. But there's a lot of other good pictures in this carriage. It wasn't just like your standard horse-drawn carriage. It was like the Cinderella. It was all decked out with flowers. It was absolutely beautiful. And one thing I noticed after I had proposed is that there were little girls in their dads everywhere. And like Kayla's so happy. She's giddy. She's laughing. She says, yes, I'm super happy. But I noticed there's like these little girls in princess dresses and their fathers everywhere. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then we start hearing these girls like crying out to their fathers that they want to go on the carriage that I have paid for, (laughs) that Kayla and I are going to go ride on. So, we end up getting on the carriage as we do. I remember distinctly the one little girl just bawling. Saying, Daddy, I want to ride the carriage. And her dad apparently didn't love her enough to set it up.
0: (laughs) Um, What did that man's eyes look like? Because he knew in that moment that his daughter...
1: He ruined his girl's night.
0: And I just remember
1: riding off, and just to see this sign of disappointment on these five- to six-year-old girls everywhere was... It was kind of a special moment other than just getting, uh, getting to find out that Kayla's going to be uh, my
0: wife. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, you know, you don't get to disappoint that many people all at once. I do. I get to disappoint children all the time. It's part of my job. Nice. <laughs> That's, you know, that makes me think. When I was in, um, when we were in Portland, one of the things that I noticed was that there were more little people, more small statured people than I'd ever seen in one place. Wow. I never got an explanation. I never got an explanation if like perhaps there was like a convention that was taking place or if maybe just Do they have like a little person community. Maybe there's a community of people that There might be. Maybe because Portland is just a very progressive place that's they, true. They take the the perspective of of these individuals. Um they're more conscious of that when they're making their laws and making their rules. I never got a reason for that. But I would also be equally as surprised if there had been a bunch of young children in princess dresses.
1: Yeah. And Caitlin and I found out later that there was like a daddy daughter convention.
0: It makes sense. Which okay.
1: I didn't know that those were things, but like, I think they like played music and it was like, it's supposed to be a nice thing. And what we ended up doing was just ruining the nights of these fathers who really were trying to do a nice things for their daughter.
0: That's beautiful though. That's a fun story.
1: Yeah. I mean it's a, I guess it's a cool way for us to start our our, our uh, engagement.
0: And now you guys are
1: engaged and you're planning yeah. how's the wedding planning going? It's going super well. That's good. Gonna have a a, a beach wedding,
0: small. It'll be fantastic. I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at it. You you are. I'm excited about that. I'm going to sit on the beach. I'm I'm excited about your wedding. Don't get me wrong, but f- the, the 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 truest perspective of it is I'm going to be in Florida with a bunch of cool people whom I really enjoy. I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about reading a little bit. I'm excited about dancing at your all's wedding. Yeah. And grubbing out because I love a good wedding. Mm-hmm. It's going to be beautiful. So, uh, I mean, how cl- you guys are probably close to done,
1: really, at this point. Yeah. Right? I mean, for the most part, we, I mean, we still have, like, the the minutiae that go yes, through. The but the detail. But... That's what's kind of nice. We actually have like a planner down there. Oh, that's cool. So we don't really have to do a whole lot. That's awesome. We just send her things here and there, and then she magically makes it happen.
0: That's cool. We, see, Sarah and I planned our wedding, almost all of it.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard. Without and any, like, any
0: type of, I mean, we had help. I shouldn't, I can't say that we did all by ourselves. We had a lot of help. Mm-hmm. It, it all came together really nicely, but it was a lot of work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've had, like I said, almost a year. It's kind of cool. It's
0: out of town, though. That that seems daunting to me. Doing it, like planning it, an event like that in a totally different state.
1: What's nice though, it's it's small, so we don't have to get too crazy with it. But it's cool because our our first date was on October third. We got engaged on October third, and we are now going to be getting married on October third.
0: Oh, that's really cool.
1: Three straight years. Wow. Um. So it, it's kind of a a cool, cool thing. That is cool. Um but that's what's kind of nice since we have a planner like you don't even have to help set up like I set up for yours but I'm not even I'm not even gonna ask you to return the favor
0: that's a man I appreciate it thank
1: you <laughs> yeah. and I'd rather not <laughs> but the, the, the thing is though what I need to do though is do similar to how your wedding was where beforehand still get a bunch of people together maybe drink a little oh yeah you play do play games yeah
0: so you'll still be invited to that don't worry cool that's exciting <laughs> My wife, your fiance, they're also very excited about it. Sarah, ta- Sarah talks about it probably every third day of the week. Wedding season f- for us. I imagine you'll probably enter into this. Are are many of your friends married? So I'm older than Kayla. I'm, I'm close to your age. Right. I'm 30. I'll uh, be 31 in about a month. Yeah, and, I'll, and I'll be 30 this upcoming year.
1: Yeah. So a lot of my friends are already married. So, pretty much over the last five years of my life, I've had like seven to ten weddings a year to go to. Me too. And it's exhausting. It is. Have you been in many of them? I've been in quite a few. Because that gets
0: expensive, too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I've been in quite a few. Not like an absurd number, but not as many as Kayla. Kayla's been like a bridesmaid or a maid of honor in like... 20 weddings or something oh i
0: haven't been in that many
1: and i think that shows the kind of person that she is too because like it's like people like really want to be friends with her they want her to be a part of things so that's why when like we're doing our wedding she was like can't have any friends be bridesmaids <laughs> She was like i would have like 30 bridesmaids so i can't have that happen <laughs> so we're just doing siblings
0: for that that's cool that makes sense you know it's silly but there's a lot of thought that has to go on that stuff you really have to think about it This seems kind of like a natural place to stop. Sounds good. I do. Well, thank you so much for coming out and doing this with me. I really appreciate it. Yep. I love you, man. Bye. And that's it. That's the end of our conversation. Nate was a great guest. He invited me into his home we actually made this podcast in his basement and it was a super fun time our wives made us macaroni and cheese bites while we were talking so we had a fun snack to eat afterwards it was great it was a really really fun experience and i want to have similar experiences just like that one with you guys so if you're interested in being on just friends please reach out to me i'm going to continue to reach out to you guys things are slowly coming together and i'm staying really busy so if you're listening and i've reached out to you already but i haven't followed up don't think i've forgotten about you I will definitely be in touch. I've already said it once, but I'll say it again. Guys, please share the Facebook page, share the Instagram page, and share links to the website. Let people know that they too can become part of this community that we're building. I wanna share this with everybody. I think it's a really great opportunity to reconnect and to reinvest in a bunch of people whom I've cared about for a very long time and that I know all care about each other. As always, I love you guys and I hope you have an amazing week. Bye.